This is week 17 of Inside the Booth. Welcome to Inside the Booth. I am your host, Wes Booth, coming at you in week 17, joined by my co-host and partner in crime on this money-making grind, Mr. Lester Valenzuela. How's it going, Lester? I'm good, man. How are you doing? How was your Christmas holidays? Oh, not bad, not bad. We, we took a week off hiatus here with the Christmas break falling directly on our podcast date, but you know what? <laughs> it was good. It was good. I, uh, it was a little bit different as always, or as yeah. everyone's probably was this year with the pandemic and stuff like that, but you know what? I can't complain. We had a lot of football to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did, kid, did the kids get anything nice this year? Oh, of course. They got spoiled, man. The son got the new <laughs> Xbox. And, nice. uh, yeah, so he's been playing that mad nonstop. And, uh, yeah, you know, what about you? Did you spoil your fiance there? Um, yeah, she got an app, uh, like an Mac Pro, like the, the, the iPad or whatever. And, okay. Yeah, and we got her some skates because she really wanted to learn how to ice skate. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, she's been having a lot of fun with that. And, yeah, it was, it was it was a pretty nice Christmas, I would say, for her. Yeah, did you do any Zoom calls? Um, yeah, both my parents. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, both and her parents as well. It was it was very it was an interesting uh, year for how Christmas was because with like, Latino people, it's like <laughs> Christmas is the biggest deal in the world. <laughs> and I and I assume with her as well, right? Her family's not like. Uh... Oh, Christian as hell, you know, just like, you know, like Jesus's day is the biggest day of the year, you know, yeah. like, uh, so, um, yeah, it was very interesting not being with family, but also kind of nice at the same time. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I couldn't do it every year, but you know what? I'll do it this year. Yeah. Um, well, here's to a prosperous 2021 and, uh, let's get it started with some, uh, amazing football. We got a amazing week on tap here. We got a bunch of practice squad players. We got a bunch of practice squad quarterbacks and backup quarterbacks, and we have massive playoff implications in almost every single game across the board. And even if it isn't playoff implications, we have teams like Houston, JJ Watt coming out saying you have to play week 17. Yeah. So you know what? This is going to be an interesting week. I feel like I'm going to be in the minority, the massive minority on a lot of these picks. So I'm ready. But before we get into those, we wanted to do a couple little things. Uh, your surprise of the year. It's been a crazy, wild, wacky year to say the least. Yeah. What was the craziest, most surprising thing that stood out to you in this season? Um, you know what? In a year of a lot of crazy things, the this to this day to even today like flabbers my mind brian flores has not like he has not been able to see that tua tunga vailoa isn't ready for the nfl yet i don't think he it's not that he won't ever be ready yeah but i think he needed a full year of seeing what the nfl is like to be successful like patrick mahomes um, like Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and who better than right now Ryan Fitzmagic to be that guy to lead him to the maybe the promise? I I I just don't understand why he doesn't see that 
Ryan Fitzpatrick gives them a better shot to win right now than Tua Tungo Bailoa. You know, it drives me crazy. And and I'm I'm on the same boat as you. Because when I hear people talk about Miami and they talk about Flores, a lot of people are saying that Brian Flores could potentially be that new uh, coaching mind, kind of like Sean McVay was, that, you know, he just is going to change the landscape of the NFL. Yeah. Um, but when you see what happens, how he bounces back and forth between his quarterbacks, and, and who knows, maybe that's the new style. Maybe it's like kind of like I was watching the Pat McAfee show and he's saying it's kind of like baseball. It's kind of like a closer. Imagine, you know, Tua comes off the off the field at halftime. He's got the ice on the shoulder. And Fitzmagic <laughs> comes in and finishes the game. Who's to say that's not the new way? But, but in the traditional state of the NFL, I feel like they should have just went with one or two, you know what I mean? Like either or. Yeah. You, you you can't go back and forth, but it is working for them. It worked for them last game. Um, I don't know how it worked last game. That was that was like the craziest the, thing ever. The, the, the thing is, Ryan Fitzpatrick is coming in to save the day. You know, like mm-hmm. why not let Ryan Fitzpatrick win the game? Right, because right now he's making the better decisions. He's throwing the ball down the field. He, yeah. Tua Tungvalu looks like he is scared to make the appropriate pass which is kind of normal for a first-year quarterback yeah i heard him mic'd up with them um a few weeks back maybe can't really recall the day but i do remember hearing fitzpatrick say to him even if he's not open he's probably going to be open you need to just take that shot because sometimes you know just the smallest inch is open in the nfl as opposed to the college you know what i mean where they need that huge gap to make that play exactly um, do you think that they start Tua going into this game against Buffalo? Yeah, um, I mean Brian Flores has already said that he's going. Oh, to he start. did. Okay, I missed yeah. that. Yeah, he's and he's and I to me I don't understand it. I like I think he's going to have a really short leash, but at the end of the day, in a playoff scenario, who gives you the best chance to win? In my opinion, it hasn't been Tua Tungavailoa, and I think he's got a bright, bright future in the NFL, but yeah. not this year. Like, no. especially to a team that has a shot to win a Super Bowl, give me Ryan Fitzpatrick every single day. Oh, for sure. Um, my most shocking thing to me this year, and it kind of fits in this Miami thing because it was the team that they played last, um, the Las Vegas Raiders. I had some pretty high hopes for this team coming into this season. Uh, I don't know what I really based it on. Maybe it was based on the fact that I talk a lot about the Raiders as one of the buddies at work. But I really just had a lot of faith in that offense. Not so much the defense. There's a lot of holes missing there. But that offense just seemed like it was going to be powerful this season. And they're not even at 500. And it's kind of disappointing because they had the makings of a of a wild card team this year. They came into Kansas City and beat them. You know what I mean? They beat the Saints. Absolutely. And and now they're on the outside looking in. And they don't have a chance to make the playoffs. They have a chance to be 500, but I mean, this has got to be a, a loss for sure. You got to hang this up as a big loss for John Gruden and his organization. Going forward, I don't know if John Gruden is the answer there. Um, yeah, I don't think. I, I mean, like, he's the type of coach that you know, kind of the rah-rah coach. You know, he's the motivator, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's got the X's and O's to really make it. Yeah. in the NFL. And I'm like, what do I know? I'm just some dude sitting yeah. in, at, his well. da- at his desk in his living room. Yeah, like, me as but, well. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I think that, like, I've watched enough football to understand that, like, he's not he's not Sean McVay. 
No. He's not Kyle Shanahan. No. Um, he, there's a new wave of coaches and how they're doing things, and the old guard is kind of getting weeded out. Yeah, the and game's passing by. Is, yeah, unless your name is Bill Belichick. Yeah. I'm sorry. Or Andy Reid. Andy Reid seems Andy to Reed. have... Yeah, he seems to have a good grasp on the game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm, but it, it's just... It's strange to see, like, you know, that play call at the end. I understand it. Brian Flores is giving you the touchdown. He's giving you the six points, so you want to kill that time and kick the field goal. But I just feel like when you got Ryan Fitzpatrick staring you down coming onto the field, man, that boy throws... He throws magic. There's there's yeah. a reason his name's Fitz Magic, and I never. It's just kind of like the Mahomes thing. I never would have wanted uh, Fitz Magic to have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. I, I feel like I would have just took the six points and hoped that he couldn't throw a hail mary. So uh, that that to me is the most shocking thing. Like you say though, who are we to say that they're wrong or right at that point? Uh, the yeah. next segment we got is the year end awards. And I know it's a little bit early because next week could be the deciding factor in a certain MVP category. Yeah. But we'll go off of our own predictions. I'm going to start with the uh, rookie of the year. And now I don't want to separate it into offensive or defensive, so we'll just go rookie. And I, yeah. and mine might surprise you a little bit, but I'm going to say Chase Young is my rookie of the year this year. Interesting. And I say that because if Washington wins this game, they have a playoff spot. They're hosting probably the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I don't know about you, but if I'm a Washington fan, I'm feeling very, very confident against Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Mr. Tom Brady. He doesn't do well under pressure. And with no, Chase doesn't. Young and that defensive line breathing down his neck, man, I truly believe that he can make a stamp on that defensive player or that rookie of the year award just in that playoff game. Uh, he, he's done so well this season. Yeah. He and really he has. really has. I mean, in, he. I know he missed a couple of games, so mm-hmm. that really does hurt his his uh, rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I honestly don't disagree with you, and he's looked absolutely amazing. Amazing, and I think the Washington or the Washington football team. Sorry, <laughs> uh, he. They have really found somebody that they can really have a future around. Oh yeah. Um, and build upon. Um, that defense is going to be set for a long time. And he um, takes over games. You know, we've seen it a few weeks ago where he had all, like, the plays. He's had the strip f- the strip f- uh, sack, the forced fumble. He, he's he's all over the field, and he's a defensive end. So, you know, that's scary. That is very yeah. scary. He's He's gotten speed that I haven't seen from that position in a very long time. Yeah, not since uh, Vaughn Miller was young. Yeah, and even then, Vaughn Miller plays a totally different kind of style. You know what I mean? And, and, that's, and that's the thing. He's... He's bigger. He's stronger. It's Von Miller. I he he's great in his own right, but like Chase Young to me looks like the real deal. I yeah. agree. 100%. Uh, who's um, your rookie? To me, to me, the rookie of the year. It's a it's a hard one because wide receiver out of Minnesota. Oh, uh, yeah. Just Justin Jefferson has been fantastic. Yeah, he has. Um, but I gotta give it to Justin Herbert. Oh, okay. Justin Herbert, to me, um, had a lot of questions. Um, he was this kid that you knew could throw. He looked like a quarterback, but was the accuracy there? You know, what could he learn ti- the timing of the NFL? Mm-hmm. And you know what? He has. Uh, I think he's going to be a very good quarterback in this league. He's shown it. Um, he, they just need to build around him now. I think he needs a good coach in there that can 
solidify. Because you know what, the team isn't that far off. I, like no, they, they 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 got need a couple pieces on defense. They need a couple pieces on offense. A couple of offensive linemen. But all you need is a good head coach at that point, and you're good. You're you're I set. Agree. And, and I think that team could give Kansas City a real run for its money. You know, he set some records this year. He holds yeah. a rookie record for most put passing touchdowns, and he had the most 300-yard games as a rookie quarterback in history. So, I yeah. mean, he has set histor- historic numbers this season, and he's done it with one of the worst coaches in the NFL. And you know what? I, I got to give it to you there. I, I agree. I mean, the offensive rookie of the, of the year will definitely go to Justin Herbert, and I think if it doesn't, there's got to be something wrong there. Don't get me wrong. Justin Jefferson is an unbelievable wide receiver. I just think, like you say, Justin Herbert's taken that step and just he's gone far yeah. with it. Uh, who do you got for your defensive player of the year? <clears throat> oh, this one was a tough one because, you know, there's two good cornerbacks in the running. There's TJ Watt, who's had an amazing year. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald's always in the running. But to me, this year is Savian Howard. What Xavier Howard has done this year is mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Nine interceptions. Like, you just, like, if those are, like, video game numbers, in my opinion. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I think he's got, I think, 60 tackles or 70 tackles. It's, that's, that's nutty. He has literally put the Miami Dolphins on his back actually you know what that whole like they, they got um my boy byron jones yeah. on the other side there like that defense is legit but Xavier howard he is to me one of the one of the I, I would say call him the best cornerback in the nfl right now um and i wouldn't argue yeah. that man they picked off patrick mahomes three times yeah if they had a better offense they would have destroyed the the chiefs that game uh it's, i He's good. He's, good. He, he's really good. He is yeah. a really good cornerback. And, and it seems like he's just, like, really just taking that step every single year, you know, to being that much better. And I don't know about Miami. Like, this this week's going to be telling. I can't wait to get into the picks. But, you know, that, that defense could be very scary in the winter, uh, in the in the winter of playoff football. Yeah. My defensive MVP is who you already mentioned. It's got to be T.J. Watt. Uh, he lost it last year. He, he missed out on it. He should have had that one. They gave it to, uh, what's his name there in San Francisco? Uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Bosa, Nick Bosa. Bosa, yeah. And uh, he got he got screwed out of it last year. I think this year it's totally his. And I wouldn't be surprised if he stacks even more of those sack, sack, sack stats, pardon me, this Sunday against Baker Mayfield. This Pittsburgh defense is honestly the only thing keeping them at 12 wins because their offense has been putrid. But that, that defense led by T.J. Watt, man, I, I can't see another defense in the league that can come close to that one anymore. I, I used to have my doubts about them, but in the last few weeks with their offense playing so bad, man, T.J. Watt, just he's just, just a game-breaker every single time. You know what I mean? Like when he's on the field, yeah. you have to have eyes in the back of your head for that boy. Can, can you believe he was picked in the 30th pick? No, the I can't. Round? I can't. Like, I like... I'm so mad. I was, I was sitting, I was, I was sitting on that couch, yelling, you know, not Taco Charles. <laughs> I know. I don't remember that. Uh, T.J. Watt was on the board. There was so many. Oh my God, thirtieth. Like, ah, uh, 
anyways. To think that many teams passed up that much talent, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. It kind of it kind of makes you wonder if if that's what their driving force always is is if the fact because they were overlooked by all the teams if that's why they come back so strong you know what i'm saying i mean like you think about it like what jj watt did in his first couple of years or in his in, in, in that time where he won those three defensive player of the years yeah. of like 20 sacks like he was highly touted of course but would you not have drafted him first overall if mm-hmm. if going back i think he was like eight or ninth yeah absolutely i would have all right like these i think the the watts have this huge chip on their shoulder mm-hmm. because they are overlooked all the time like they really I, are I, I, like even jj to this day like you know like he man made me me want to go play for for him you know like damn, yeah but... you talk about the interview he just had last yeah. week i know i was kind of like oh I, I retweeted it, and I, I tweeted him and said, hey, Baltimore would love to have that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, he's unbelievable. But, yeah, I, I do like TJ Watt. Uh, I think yeah, he gets that. Uh, MVP, we'll uh, we'll bang this one out quick. I think we're probably in the same boat. Mine's uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, 100%. 100%, man. You can't, uh, you can't deny it. I understand Mahomes is a great player, but Aaron Rodgers, man, he is taking this league by storm this year. 40-plus touchdowns. He might hit 50 this week. I mean, maybe not because he's playing Chicago, but and only four interceptions. Like, this man is on another planet this season. He does not, He's not looking back. And it's crazy because at the beginning of the year, before all of this happened, they said... We were, we were questioning Aaron Rodgers. We were questioning that team in general. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I was necessarily questioning him as a player, but just because he didn't really have the, the, the players around him. You know, they didn't have the wide receivers. They didn't go get any wide receivers. The Green Bay Packers drafted a quarterback. You know, and that that was just weird. And then he came out week one and just started slaughtering. And hasn't looked back. I mean, he's had a few losses here and there. But, but him himself has been playing outstanding. And I don't think you can really rival his season with anybody else's. It's kind of like the Lamar Jackson last year. I mean, at the beginning of the year, through the five weeks, there was questions that maybe Kyler Murray, Josh Allen... But it's it's firmly on Aaron Rodgers, and I'm excited to see what they do in the playoffs, especially yeah. when they have home field advantage. That's going to be scary. It Very is going to be scary, and um, uh, you know, like when it, uh, I I really think they they got a shot at a at a championship this year. Yeah, it's me too. Be interesting. Um, my buddy at work has been picked, he picked Green Bay before the season started to win the Super Bowl. So shout out to you, Ooh. Neil. I I feel like wow. he's he's got this on lock. Um, yeah, let's jump into these games. We've talked yeah, a lot yeah. about what's going to happen, what we think is going to happen in the awards uh, sector. Let's jump into the slate of games. We've got 15 games on Sunday. None mm-hmm. on Monday, none on Thursday. We've got eight, I believe, in the afternoon, six in the morning, and one at night. Let's start off with the first game of the slate. 11 a.m., our time, mountain time. Atlanta Falcons travel to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for uh, maybe not that big of a playoff implication matchup, but for Tampa Bay, it kind of is. Tampa Bay is six-point favorites, 50-and-a-half total on this game. Any way you're leaning? Um, yeah, so I was going to talk to you about this. Like, how do you feel about um, the juice being, you know, put up a little bit more because of uh, the playoff impl- implications for these teams, right? Like, so mm. teams like Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. teams like Miami, Buffalo, or, yes. or I, don't, I don't think Minnesota anymore, but... Um, yeah, what, how do you, how do you feel about it? Like they're they're probably going to be juiced up. Uh, there's a lot of these games actually that 
yeah, when I go down and I see how Vegas is calling them, it almost seems like traps in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody knew in Vegas, obviously, about the Pittsburgh because Cleveland was favored to win that game from the get-go. Uh, there was no announcements made about Ben sitting or anything like that, and Cleveland was already favored. So I believe that Vegas has some sort of grip on what's going to happen this week. Yeah. Um, I just I don't think that some of these games are properly weighted if you know what i'm saying i I will agree with you as well um i honestly week week 16 17 that's where you make your money because Mm -hmm. it's such a volatile because honestly nobody really knows what's going to happen you just got to make your best guesses um this is but honestly this one's an easy one for me tampa bay buccaneers uh at minus six i would say is probably the best way to go because mm-hmm. of the playoff implications. I think Tom mm-hmm. Brady knows that like he wants to you know be the highest seeded team he can be so he yeah. can so they can you know ride ride an easier way through in in Tampa Bay rather than go to a place like New Orleans mm-hmm. or you know like wherever they're going to play. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, this one's an easy one for me. And also, Atlanta hasn't looked good all year. I know they've no. been playing hard, but I think they're, I think they're tired now. Yeah, I think that took the, wing, the wind out of their sails last week yeah. when they missed that kick versus KC. Yeah. If they win that game, I feel like they continue that kind of spoiler attitude mentality into this week. I think they're done. Uh, there was a report that came out that Julio is going to be traded this offseason. Maybe he has a decent game. Who knows if he even plays. But at this point, I'm with you. I think Tampa Bay, minus six, very easy. Uh, One of the easiest lines I think I've seen all season, actually, is this minus six Tampa Bay. And I I honestly, I don't know about the total, though, just because I don't know which Atlanta offense we're going to get. Yeah, I mean, like, I could could see this being 30 to 15. Not big enough for a 50. I'm actually liking the under in this game. Interesting, um, yeah. Because I don't think Atlanta scores enough um, against a really deflated uh, uh, Tampa Bay team. Or, yeah. sorry, Atlanta team. Yeah, I, I mean, Tampa Bay just seems like when they don't have pressure on them, pressure in the pocket, Tom Brady's going to just eat. So I think we're exactly. both on agreement in this one. Next game we got is an actually a very big playoff implications for my Baltimore Ravens. They're going into Cincinnati. Minus 13 favorites on the road, 44.5 total, no Joe Burrow, no Joe Mixon. <sighs> Man, I and I think actually Perrine just uh, got COVID, positive COVID test back. No. Oh, my God. He had such a good game too. Damn. Yeah, he really did. Um, this one, to me, honestly, the, na- the minus 13 was a little bit, you know, like, I don't know. But the way Baltimore's been playing the last few weeks, the way Lamar's been talking – yeah. I, I'm hitting this 13 with confidence. Yeah, you're going Baltimore Ravens thirteen minus 13. Yeah, I, and, I am. Yeah, um, yeah, they have been just, like they got their swag back. I like I, we all knew it was gonna happen. Like mm-hmm. they were gonna get the swag back. We were, I mean, you were just hoping it was soon enough to make a playoff push. Yeah. Um, and boy, I agree with you. This minus 13 is an easy one to, for me to call. This. It's a big number, yes, but Cincinnati isn't really playing for anything um, no. except for pride. I think they are a prideful bunch, and I think they will play hard. 
I don't think it's going to be enough to cover, though. No, I don't think so either. I think that this game is just like one of those statement games. Yeah. This team, the Baltimore Ravens, need to make another statement because, like it or not, we're probably going to have to play the Steelers next week in uh, Heinz Field. So they got to make sure that this other team they're playing is going to know that they're all about this. Uh, once again, I'm not touching the total. I've been really cold on these totals lately, so I'm just going to stay away from that. But I really love the Baltimore Ravens at minus 13. Yeah, I, I I like the I like this over because I think Baltimore Baltimore has not been afraid to to really drive up the score this year, um, and ever like, that's just not in their nature to 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 care about your feelings. Um, <laughs> so I think they get destroyed probably um, by 20, 25, but. Uh, um, yeah, I'm going with the over here. Interesting. The next game we got is your playoff implications on the line yeah. here, actually. The Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. In New York, Dallas is 2.5-point favorites on the road, 44.5 total. This game, I mean, it doesn't really, like, whoever wins this game is is the next in line, but it's really dependent on the Sunday night game uh, if Washington loses. Yeah. But this game being in the morning, they're both going to play their asses off because they know that there's a potential playoff spot on the line. You rolling with your boys? Um, yeah, this one's a, a pretty easy one mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, cut um, and dry for me too. Cut, yeah, if this one, give me the minus two and a half. Um, I, I think Andy Dalton's starting to find a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a rhythm quarterback, and he is, you know, He's been a streaky quarterback in his career. I think he's. St- I don't think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. I don't want them to win this game, but I do think they do win. They win this game. You know, he is the Week 17 killer. Um, three yeah. years ago in Cincinnati, they destroyed my dreams on a fourth and twelve to Tyler Boyd. A few years before that, they destroyed my dreams on a hail mary pass to AJ Green in the end zone. This boy loves playing in Week 17. This boy loves breaking people's hearts. I got the Dallas Cowboys. I'm hammering that two and a half. This next to the Bucks game was the easiest pick for me on this slate. Would, would you juice this up a little bit? Mm, you know, I might. I, I might even go up to seven. or No, maybe not seven because I feel they beat them by the touchdown, but I would even put it six at that point. You know, because, like, I, that's if you're getting value, I might juice it up too here. And you're absolutely right. I think they do. If they win this, I win this when they win this handedly. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't think the Giants really, to be honest, I don't think they want to get in the playoffs. I mean, they got a good team, but I wouldn't want to get in the playoffs with no running back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't have Saquon Barkley. Why would you want to get into the playoffs? Uh, I just don't think they're going to be that team. Who knows? You know, like you said, it's so volatile, but I'm just so confident in this Cowboys team being able to, up, not upset, but to come in here and, and make their case that they're the playoff team and just hope on Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, I'm actually... I I hope so, that's not the case. Yeah, and I actually am very <laughs> – I knew you would say that. I'm actually confident in this over as well. I think the yeah, over hits 44.5. Me too. Cool. We're in both in agreements. Uh, the next thing we got is your surprise team, the Miami Dolphins, yeah. traveling into Buffalo. Buffalo doesn't really need this game, but they seem like they're world beaters at this point. Buffalo is two-point favorites at home, 44.5 total again. I I, I don't know. I, I want to hear your side on this one because the – the gambler in me wants to take the Dolphins, obviously, but the smart, the gut pick of me wants to pick Buffalo just because I just feel like even with Matt Barkley, they have a much better offense. If Matt Barkley's playing, take Miami 
handedly. No, you have no, you don't have to even question it. But I don't think um, he is starting though. But, I believe I that Alan. Yeah. yeah, I believe Alan's I starting. I, he is starting. Um, this is, I, I think, truthfully, it it'll all depend on how long of a leash Tua Tungavailoa has. If he mm-hmm. have, if he goes cold for two drives. Yeah. Well then. You know, it, it's it's when is when is Ryan Fitzpatrick gonna be in this game? I don't, I, in my opinion, um, because I don't think, I I, I think he's, I, I don't think he's gonna do all that well, especially against a, a, a d- Buffalo defense that is getting a little hotter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this one's a tough one for me because Miami needs this win. Um, Miami definitely needs this win, but I mean Buffalo doesn't seem like they give a shit about anybody they, else. They, they don't. They don't care. Exactly. I. Oh man. I. If if you had to make me choose, I'm gonna go with Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, um, with the Miami money line, honestly, mm-hmm. um, because it's not worth it on, for the the two points. You're not getting any juice at no at minus one ten. So, and I'd probably go with the over. Okay. Okay. Um, the actual the consensus on odd sharks is ninety two percent for the under. Interesting. Very. I wonder why. Maybe because Buffalo's defense has been coming alive lately. It, it, and. And then they sure? probably bank on the fact that Barkley starts the second half or, kind of like a preseason game, right? Yeah. Miami I, yeah. defense. I I still don't see it. If if, in my scenario, if Miami does win this game, they it has to hit the over. Right? Yeah, that's that's the way I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because I think if Buffalo gets down, they're gonna try to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think exactly. they're just gonna be like, "Meh, we made it." No, I don't think they're like that. Like, you know, there's other teams on this board that I think are like that, but I don't think Buffalo's like that. Exactly. When I heard Josh Allen say, uh, "F the T-shirt, F the hat," you know, we're going for the big chip. That's all we want. I was like, yeah. "Yeah, Buffalo is the team to beat in the AFC this year." Absolutely. Yeah, I 100% so, agree. Uh, I think I'm just going to stick with Buffalo. I, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Buffalo Bills on this one, and I'm going to actually take the under on this game. I think that Miami's uh, Cinderella run is going to come to an end here uh, on Sunday morning. Uh, the next I game really we got – Yeah, I know. I, I like their Cinderella story. It's actually a good – it's a feel-good one. I want to see Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know – fight for his life one time in the playoffs. See how well he does. I want to see a gunslinger do it. <laughs> fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, the next thing we got is the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Minnesota Vikings get a minus 7 favorite on the road. 54.5 total. No Dalvin Cook in this game. Uh, T's and P's to him. He lost his father yeah. uh, this week. He's going to be flying back to Minnesota to be with him. Is this one of those games that team turns around, wins the game based on the fact that they don't have their number one guy for the, that reason? Um, I mean, maybe. I think. It, uh, yeah, I think before you go into rhetoric or story, mm-hmm. I think you have to look at the the crux of it being who's the better team, Miami or Minnesota or Detroit? Yeah. And Minnesota, handedly, is the better team. Can will they win by seven? It's a pretty big line. Does Minnesota still have a shot? They, st- I think they still do have no. a shot. No, they're out. Are they? Yeah, uh, the only teams I can make in yeah. the NFC are the Rams, Cardinals, and the Bears. Yeah, so they're done. I think the only thing they are playing for is pride. Um, pride and and maybe their teammate. Yeah, and Dalvin so, Cook. In Dalvin Cook. So I think you know what? Then that's that storyline and that rhetoric. 
does become more important. Mm-hmm. And I I'm absolutely think that they they're gonna win over. Yeah, I think they're gonna win more than for with more than seven points. The plus one hundred on that minus seven scares the hell out of me. I ain't gonna lie. I think that's yeah. just like kind of teasing me to take it. Um, I do believe Minnesota wins this game. Uh, I just don't know by how many, so I ain't gonna touch that point spread. I actually gonna just take the Minnesota money line. I know it seems kind of like a cop out at minus three hundred, but uh, Detroit's funny that way, and I think Matt yeah. Stafford might be playing for a job next year. Uh, I think he might be using this game as a tryout phase. I do believe like, he leaves Detroit yeah. Lions next year. So yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't see any way that Detroit can win this game though. Uh, just based on the like, maybe they they just shock. Uh, with their defense and pick off Kirk a couple times, but I just feel like with the guy we talked about, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, I think that offense got a little bit more power, and Detroit just got blown out by Tampa Bay. Yeah, You know, it's kind of like the Atlanta factor. I don't really think they got much left in that tank. So I'm going with the Vikings as well on this one, and uh, I'd probably take the under. Yeah, I was going to say, the under looks right for take here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're going to run the ball a little more. I think I, I don't. Yeah, I, I just don't see this being a high-scoring game, like a su- super high-scoring game. I mean. Yeah, I can't see it. I can't see it at all. Uh, the next game we got is the Jets and the Patriots. To me, this was the hardest game of the week. Um, the Patriots got a uh, three-point favorite at home, thirty-nine and a half total, which I still think is too high. Holy. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This one, I think you just flip a coin call it you know like how do you pick this game you got the Pats who just seem like they gave up even under Belichick and then you got the Jets who I mean are the Jets I mean, so they beat, they beat the Rams oh, oh man that was so strange you know if you want listen if you picked New York the New York Jets to beat the Rams and you laid down I think it was plus plus 800 it was even more than that, my friend. I think I believe it was at plus twelve hundred at one point. Oh my god! Like plus twelve hundred. You're like you're literally. Oh my! Like if you laid any money on that, you're, you're laughing. The smartest man in the world. Right? You're laughing. You're laughing. But that never happens. You would have thought that the <laughs> they, that's the team they would have beat. You know, Aaron Donald and that defense. But yeah. I guess I guess that's what has to happen. Um, do yeah. you are you leaning any way in this game, or are you like me? Um, yeah, this one's a coin flip. Uh, I think I like the Jets more than the Patriots um, because I think Sam Darnold is playing for more. Mm, okay. Uh, I think that Sam Darnold doesn't... He's playing for an opportunity to be a starting quarterback for a team or the New York Jets in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying... He's, he wants to put a stamp on it. It's like, hey... Give give me one more shot. Don't draft a quarterback because, you know, I I think I I can still win us games. Yeah, well, I mean, I heard a funny rumor though. I heard that Adam Gase is being looked at as a quarterback coach for New England. So could this game potentially be Adam Gase trying out for the New England Patriots? You know, like yeah. I don't know. Oh my! If if. I don't know what Bill Belichick would see in Adam Gase if that was the case because he's it's, he's done nothing. 
He's literally done nothing. I was flabbergasted when I heard that on Pat McAfee's show today. I was like, what? Like, the, the Adam Gase from the Jets? Uh, okay. Uh, maybe yeah, Bill just wants sure. to destroy this team from the <laughs> within. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, so I think I'm going to go with uh, the money line on the Jets. Okay. There. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to take a shot as well. I'm going to take the money line on the Jets too. Um, this... Oh, this one's a tough one for me. I'm gonna go with the over as well. It's it's too it's just too low. It's mm-hmm. tempting. You know what I <laughs> I said it was too too uh, high for this one. So I gotta stick with my guns. I'm gonna go with an under on this game. I think this game uh, is a very boring boring game. Yeah. Uh, uh, the next game we got is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Last game in the morning. This could potentially be the biggest game of the Cleveland Browns history. Nine point favorites. 42 total. Uh, no Ben. He's sitting. Uh, I don't think that... I, I just don't think that Cleveland has it. You know, I, I know it's going to sound funny. Mason Rudolph isn't going to get the win. That's what people think. Nine-point favorites. I just want to know when the last time the Browns, as nine-point favorites, actually covered that and won the game. Um, we don't have a stats guy on the show, so he can't run it back for me. But I'm going to be interested to see, as I go research this one, if they ever have covered it, I just I don't think they got this game, my friend. I think Pittsburgh's defense is going to make Baker. He he's gonna he's gonna be hurting. He's gonna be hurting. You really think so, huh? Hey? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I I just don't think that you know, like people give automatically when the when the backup quarterbacks come in in these in these matchups, people right away will say the other team. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's Mason Rudolph. He's he's terrible, but. People tend to forget that Pittsburgh's defense, like we talked about earlier, is still they're they're on they're on unbeatable almost. And at times, especially against Cleveland, they had, can't really seem to get things going. If Pittsburgh is bringing the house, if Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's you know getting in Baker's face, if Minka's covering, you know like a fly on a piece of dog turd, you know like I just don't think that Baker is going to be able to take this game under his wing and say. Yeah. I'm the man here. Can't come with me, Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like, he's not taking them out to spare. I yeah. just think the Browns are going to Browns. They always do. They lost to the Jets last week. Uh, yeah, they're missing players, but I just don't think they got it in them this week. And I think the Pittsburgh Steelers destroy their playoff dreams, knock them out of the playoffs. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a bold statement. Um, so you're taking the money line on Pittsburgh? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is the juiciest money line. You're never going to see plus 350 for the Steelers. Uh, I love oh it, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm um, all over it. You're all over it. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to... Like, it's... The juice is there. Like, it's... I would probably play that on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was... Like, shoot, I'm put, putting 50 bucks on the Pittsburgh Steelers to win. Uh and you win you're laughing it's you yeah know, you, got, you got you get what well you get about i'd say well you weren't gonna play almost 200 dollars back yeah you get 225 yeah yeah because you you know like it could screw up your parlays right so I, i'm with you on that one i probably just play that game by itself but i don't know i'm feeling i'm feeling lucky with some of these picks this week no, so are I'm, you going hey, cleveland um i Listen, I, I I'd probably go with the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus nine. Mm. Um, I just feel safer that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm tempted to you know give it a shot, 
on like a one dollar parlay, mm-hmm. like a big my big parlay to you know, you know, get a spice of life, you know, like, why not? <laughs> um, but if I'm if I'm putting any real juice on this game, I'm gonna go with uh, the plus nine on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I agree with you. the The defense is really good, um, so Baker Mayfield is going to have a harder time. Um, but to say that they're going to win, I have mm-hmm. a tough time believing it when the Cleveland Browns need this game. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, this, Yeah, like I said, this one I, I think is going to be the make or break for me and a lot of my pools, tickets this week because I'm so heavy on Pittsburgh. And you know how much I hate them. So, um, Yeah. <laughs> the first game of the afternoon we have is the Arizona Cardinals, the LA Rams. This arguably is the biggest playoff implication because both teams need this win. Three-point favorites for the Cardinals, 41 total. I believe Kyler Murray will play this game. He was questionable with a lower leg injury. Yeah. The LA Rams are going to be starting a Winnipeg Blue Bomber legend. Uh, I can't remember his name. I believe it's Chris Strebler. Uh, they yeah. won. They won the Grey Cup. This dude is about 450 pounds, and he looks <laughs> like Fitzmagic eight uh, Tua. That's basically how I describe him. He got a big beard. Uh, <laughs> he just runs over the competition. He doesn't have a very good arm. Uh, yeah, I don't know how they're gonna really control this game with him but when i look at this i think that when kyler's injured if his leg is the injury then that takes away his mobility so then that takes away the illusion that he brings and now he's got to throw over that beast of a man aaron donald he's got to throw over that beast michael brockers i don't know i I love the rams in this situation i think the rams defense is going to show up and i think i like the rams a lot more than i like the cardinals they've proven it all year other than the jets game but the Cardinals, man, they I had high hopes for them, and they just they fizzled. Yeah, they have fizzled over the last, I would probably say, six weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, I mean, like, I, we were sitting here um, when they beat Seattle. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God, Kyler Murray is the next Russell Wilson. Yeah. And I still believe that. I just think that, um, you know, maybe we sang the praise too early for Kyler Murray. He still has to learn the intricacies of the game. And I agree with you 100%. Um, If you take away his legs, you take away what makes him special right now. Yeah. Um, It's like Lamar. Yeah. You know, when they went at the beginning of the season, they they focused on Lamar passing the ball, be more like Mahomes, stand in the pocket, make plays. And they weren't winning games that way. Then when you bring it back to his style and let him run the ball and make that illusion and create that diversion amongst the defense and make them second-guess themselves for half a second longer, that's when you start to win games. But Kyler Murray doesn't even have the – and I know I hate to say it because we're both short guys, but he doesn't even have the height. Yeah. So when you are stuck in the pocket like that at five foot, I believe five foot seven, five foot eight, it's going to be hard for him to see over those six foot six defensive linemen and his own offensive linemen reaching up and trying to snag that ball. Aaron Donald is a is a game wrecker, and I believe that he will will really make Kyler Murray uh, he'll make Kyler Murray's day a handful. Yeah, uh, I'm um, going with Rams. I'm going Rams as well, and especially with that juice at a, a plus one thirty-five. I mm-hmm. love that number. Um, give me the Rams money line every single day. Yeah, absolutely. The next game we got is the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. We talked about the MVP. We know what Green Bay brings to the table. They're five and a half point favorites on the road, fifty-two point total. The Bears need this win. 
The Bears have been on fire as of late. Mitch Trubisky on kind of awoken. Yeah. Um, I think it's more, though, on the run game, and that defense is, is playing lights out. Do you think the Chicago Bears have a chance here at home versus a team that, you know, they kind of already have it locked in? Absolutely. Absolutely they have a shot. I think that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to get hurt. I mm-hmm. think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, if he can throw it away earlier, he will. Um, he do, like He's thinking about the playoffs right now. I think that he's a gamer and this game is going to be close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Chicago Bears are going to win this game. Yeah, you know, like <clears throat> I heard him say on his interview there on every Tuesday he has, and he said, uh, oh, we're coming out to play. Got lots to play for. Devontae needs this, blah, blah, blah. But I think that's just like the kind of the cliche remarks they make. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to come out and say, nah, it's week 17. Yeah, screw it. You know what I mean? Like, no, no athlete is ever going to say that or admit to that. So, but I'm with you. I think they're smart enough to know that you're playing a very, very deadly defense. What's the point of risking it? You know what I'm saying? You got a, you got a young kid in Jordan Love. You got a young AJ Dillon who was on fire last week, ran for 140, I believe, two tugs. And you got Devontae still. So I think that you don't really necessarily need to play the MVP in this situation. And I think Chicago's going to get this win as well. Um, I think they're going to make it hard for the Cardinals and the Rams. They're Both the games play at the same time, so they're not going to be able to do the scoreboard watching. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They're not going to be able to say, ah, well, we already lost it. So they're both going to be playing hard at this time. I got the Bears. I got the Bears' money line as well. I got the Bears' money line, and I'm hitting the over on this one. Oh, interesting, interesting. You know, I I don't like the over just because I don't know how long they'll be in it. But you know, it it it's it makes sense with how much points Chicago has scored the last few weeks. Yeah, David Montgomery's been on a tear lately. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next thing we got is the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Indianapolis Colts, fourteen point favorites for the Colts at home, forty nine and a half total. The Colts are the only team in the NFL this week that will not be showing any scoreboard from their opponents, from their playoff rivals. They won't be showing anything in that stadium. They don't want anything inside those heads. Frank Reich already determined that and said that they will not have any of that kind of, you know, in the back of their heads thinking, oh, we're not going to make it because they need this win as well. Um, I Obviously, I'm going to pick Indianapolis to win this game, um, but that's easy money, the points or the, the money line. The, the real reason people come to watch this and listen is what what about that point spread? Oh, uh, like and th- th- that's a tough one for me. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I would stay far away from this game mm. because I have a feeling that Jacksonville really wants to play spoiler. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Jacksonville really wants to play spoiler, so like mm-hmm. I'm more tempted to go with the plus fourteen uh, on the Jacksonville side. I but am I'm too. not going I'm not going to do that. I'm going to I'm not I'm gonna stay away from this game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to you know, invest my money money somewhere else because it's like no way, no way. I this game I it division division game like no, no, no thank you. I'm saying far, far <laughs> I actually do like the Jags at fourteen. Uh this is the Jacksonville garbage time point Jaguars. Yeah. And I bl- I'm with you. I think they play spoiler in this game. Um, I don't think they win, obviously. Yeah. But I do think they come closer. And also, I don't think that Indy's going to get those big... Like, maybe they get a quick two-score two lead. But I don't think they pour it on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we never really see Indianapolis keep their foot on the pedal. They just get a little bit ahead. And they keep it conservative. And they run with Taylor. And if they get loose, if he breaks loose, he breaks loose. 
But for the most part, they're not going to let Rivers air it out if they're up two scores. You know what I mean? They're just going to keep it slow and steady and just win. So that's why I think the 14 points, it's easy for me. I think Jacksonville easily covers his 14 points. They probably lose by 10. Um, I, I like that I, you're staying away, though. I like the I like the confidence in yourself to know yeah. when to hold them, know when to fold them, no my friend. No, I, I mean, like, it makes sense what you're thinking because you're thinking the exact same thing I, I am. But... I, that's that's a risk that I don't want to take because what is Jacksonville playing for? So like yeah. to me it's like to me it's like I'm thinking yes, I'm thinking the exact same way you are, but I'd rather not take that risk. You're you feeling confident about it? Absolutely. Do you have a do you have a, a point spread on there or a, on a yeah like a, a total uh, total on this battle? Um, it, I would tease it down a bit. So like I I'm not confident on the 49 and a half, but if I, it was at a 44. 45, 44 and a half, I'd hit the over on that one for sure. I would go under. Oh, you like the under on this one, eh? Yeah, 49 is a little bit heavy on me, for me. Yeah, see, the 49 was heavy on for me, but I just, you know how I always say, like, I like to go down a little bit and give me that bit of a, a bit of confidence. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, the next thing we got is the Chargers of the Chiefs. Three and a half point favorites for the Chargers. 44 point total in this game. Um, Mahomes isn't starting. It's going to be uh, Chad Henney. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, the Chargers almost beat him before. I I can see why the Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites in this matchup. I do believe the Chargers end up winning this game. Uh, I was smashed at three-and-a-half points. Uh, did you know Kansas City hasn't covered in six weeks or seven weeks? It's been crazy. I, this is If you would have told me that Kansas City wasn't going to cover, I would have, like, this. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season, Kansas City is not going to cover, like, probably ten weeks. Mm-hmm. I would have either laughed at you or told you, what are the point totals? Like, 24 points each game? Like Yeah, right? It's wild. They, they haven't covered. And I, I've seen this thing where Vegas has made the most money off of the Kansas City, Charge, or Kansas City Chiefs. Because last year, they were covering like crazy. That's mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, you just had to plug them in. I was like, Kansas City? Oh, I don't even have to look at the point total. It's just, that's, that's what it's going to be. Um, no, not this year, though. Um, and I don't think they cover again. Uh, the interesting thing in this game that was brought to my attention when I was looking at it, it opened up at 10.5 point favorites for the Chiefs. And this obviously was before the announcement that Mahomes is going to sit. And now it's at it's swung all the way down to 3.5 point favorites for the Chargers. Um, they obviously weigh Mahomes as the main factor, as you should. He, you know, he's a, he's a deadly player. But I kind of think that's a little disrespectful to the Chiefs in a way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, uh, what we take away our quarterback and <clears throat> we don't have Travis Kelsey anymore. We don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. We don't have Honey Badger on defense or Frank Clark. But that's the thing; they probably won't play as much. No, it will be one of those preseason type games. And I do think they should have took this into consideration. What happened to the Baltimore Ravens last year? We sat our guys in the last week. We went off for three weeks because we had the bye. Kansas City will most likely get the bye. I, I believe they already have the bye. And they're going to have – Mahomes is going to sit for three weeks and have to come back. I think this is going to be detrimental to their playoff success. And I think it starts with a big loss against the Chargers. And, and the thing is, they haven't played that well. No, you would have thought that they would have just played Mahomes and said, you know what, find your rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, against Atlanta, and, and it's a close game? Like, what are we talking about here? 
Yeah, you can argue that that was even a rigged football that was kicked because Youngway Koo does not miss from 39 yards out. Exactly. And he missed from 39 yards out. So, you know, to me, I think the Chargers have an easy win here because I do believe that KC goes one and done in the playoffs. But I'll save that for next week with our playoff predictions. Damn. <laughs> uh, Raiders and Broncos is our next game we got on the slate. We talked about them before. Raiders are trying to get to eight uh, to 500 to 8-8. Eight and eight. The two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, 51-point total. You got to think that they uh, they come back swinging for this one. They're a little pissed off about last game. Um. Yeah. I. This. It's. Man, the Raiders have been tough to call all year. You know, like you beat Kansas City, um, you lose against a like Chicago, who was at that point just abysmal. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, minus. You know, like. But. Like, the juice is there at minus two and a half. Like, they're a better team than De- the Denver Broncos. Um, oh, man. I'm, yeah, you know what? Honestly, if you, I've, I'm really liking this line right now. You at are? Minus, yeah, at minus two and a half, I really like that. Um, you know, did you, did you see the stuff about Melvin Gordon, what he said about Drew Locke? He said that Drew Locke would make them or break them. I thought that was kind of harsh coming from Melvin yeah. Gordon, who... Uh, Seems to be in quite a bit of heat and hot water with his uh, <laughs> DUI trouble as of late. I don't think he really has a place to say anything about the quarterback. Well, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, fair. He's a veteran on the team, and he has seen how a good quarterback is supposed to play. But you're right. Like, who are you to say? Like, you're you might not play next season. Mm-hmm. You know, like what, like what are we talking about here like i don't know I, there's a lot of trouble in denver mm-hmm. they have to i feel like they have to change the culture there i was just about to say i think Fangio's on his way out yeah he's got to be you know and yeah. and i think that melvin gordon i don't i don't like those comments i don't think he's got anywhere to say that because what have you done you know what i mean like what have you really done you held out for how long and austin eckler came and took your job from you yeah and you signed with the another team in the division and you haven't really done much you guys aren't going to make the playoffs so i don't know i i think there's some some uh some sticky situation out there in denver i think they should uh turn to their legal cannabis market there maybe and just ease up a bit but i like the i like the las vegas raiders in this game hammering that three points gruden's going to come out mad he's going to make that team play uh and i think this game is uh you know, it is cut and dry. I think the Raiders easily win this game. Uh, I'm not so sure about the total because I don't know what Denver we're going to get, but I, I, if you made me pick, I'd pick over because I think Drew Locke, hearing that from his running back, is going to say, okay, I'll show you what's up. Yeah, I agree, and I, I, I like the over as well. These are two teams that um, don't have much to play for, so what are they going to do? They're going to throw the ball around. Mm-hmm. You know, like It's like, I ain't got nothing to lose, so let's go. Yeah, exactly, and Drew Locke loves to throw that ball around. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the next thing we got is a divisional matchup. That doesn't really mean much, so we won't spend too much time on it. The New Orleans Saints going into Carolina to play the Panthers. Six-and-a-half-point favorites, 47-and-a-half total. Uh, I'm just going to say my pick. I don't really have anything to back it. I'm just going to go Saints, money line, Saints six-and-a-half. Doesn't really matter. Whatever you yeah. want to pick. Saints are going to smash in this game. End yeah, story. Good. Kamara is just. I, I think they're they're. I, Drew Brees is gonna play in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he has to. You know, he has to. He he has to get his his footing mm-hmm. after missing. I think it was four or five weeks. 
Yeah, and no um, Michael Thomas again. And no Michael Thomas again. Uh, he's got to get right. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to run the ball with Kamara, and I think they're going to, you know, maybe, you know, maybe smash a, a, a parlay, or not a parlay, a prop there for another two touchdowns with Kamara. Oh, yeah, a multi-touchdown game for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best way to go. I think that I think they're going to run the ball. Carolina isn't playing for anything. No. Teddy Bridgewater, I think. And they're missing their two running backs. Mike Davis yeah. isn't playing, and neither is CMC. So yeah. I just don't think they got anything there. Saints, no. easy win this one. Uh, yeah. The next thing we got is the Seahawks and the Niners. Another game that doesn't really mean much to either team. Maybe some playoff seating in, in the, at the end of the day. But six-point favorites on the road against the Niners or the Seahawks. 46-point total. Uh, I actually liked the Niners in this game. Um, uh, maybe not to win. I don't like the money line as much. But I do like this plus six for the Niners. Um, yeah, I mean, run-heavy game. You gotta think. See, you gotta think. Russell Wilson's gonna turn it up soon here. Like, is he even gonna play though? Like, they don't I, have much. You know, I don't know if he will, but I mean, even if it does, I just there's not really much to play for. And I think just I, George Kittle. You know what I mean? He is. He's something else. I think that he oh, might yeah. he might take this game over. I seen a funny clip from him where he was uh, actually telling everybody he's a Bears fan. He's been a Bears fan his whole life. He's like the Bears, <laughs> <laughs> and he wants them to win. So you know, yeah. uh, I think he's gonna. He's an awesome player. I think when he's on the field, he changes the game dramatically. Absolutely, I hundred percent agree. And I, I, I think that he takes this game over. It's gonna. He's gonna be a week late for the fantasy playoffs for some people, but I do believe that this is a George Kittle week. Uh, st- stay on our Twitter account for some very juicy props that will be coming up for George Kittle this week. Um, oh yeah. I'm t- I'm hammering that plus six for the Niners. Nice. Um, I'm I'm actually gonna go with uh, the money line on the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Um, you're not getting that much value, but um, yeah, I just, I just. Don't feel confident that the Seattle Seahawks can can win this game by six, mm-hmm. but I don't feel confident that the 49ers can win this game by pl- or can uh, can cover that plus six as well. <laughs> so you're going Seahawks money line. Seahawks money line. I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking the cop out on that one. Yeah, well, you got to sometimes. That's how we yeah, gotta got to make our it. money. You can't exactly. win all the time. Um, second last game we got. Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans. We talked about J.J. Watt in his uh, interview this week about how he said, you have to play Week 17. If you don't want to play Week 17, don't even bother showing up. Yeah. Tennessee Titans need this game. The The Tennessee Titans were in a playoff spot. They were locked into that division, and now they're not. Now they are one loss away from looking at everybody else. So Titans are 7.5-point favorites on this one. On the road, 56 total. Are you leaning either way? I would assume you're going to save the Titans in this game. Uh, yeah, like, win or go home, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the Tennessee Titans have to win this game, don't they? It just feels like it's 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 a have to. Uh, but, you know, that that speech kind of scared me. I think it's going to reinvigorate mm-hmm. this team. And It wouldn't have scared me if the quarterback was not Deshaun Watson. That's what I'm, I was going <laughs> to say. Like, you got Deshaun Watson, who doesn't give up. No, and you have the Deshaun Watson, the defense, who doesn't give up in J.J. Watts. So it's like, I, I don't know. Um, You've seen what happened last week, and I, and I love patting myself on the back because even if I do get a lot of things wrong this season, one thing I haven't got wrong so far is Ryan Tannehill may be a good fantasy quarterback, but you take Derrick Henry away from him, 
He ain't winning the damn game. Against Green Bay, they shut down Derrick Henry. What did Tannehill do? Absolutely nothing again. Yeah. Um, I think that if Houston can get to Tannehill and stop Derrick Henry just somewhat, I believe that the Houston Texans can win this game and destroy the Titans' chances. I'm not going to take the money line, but I am going to smash this 7.5 for the Texans, plus 7.5, and, and I'm going to hit the over on this one very confidently. Yeah, I think the over is the way to go. I'm actually going to go the other way, though. I think to the Tennessee Titans, um, I, I'm going to go with the minus 7.5 um, because I don't think they have the ability to stop the run. Um, it's just it's not in their nature to mm-hmm. do that. I, th- I think J.J. Watt, J.J. Watt can't do it alone. And I think fair, he, fair. he has been doing it alone for a long time. Fair yeah. enough. And you're with the over as well? Yeah, but I am with the over, yes. Okay. Uh, last game we got is the Washington football team, Philadelphia Eagles. This game is going to make or break the NFC least. Dallas Cowboys and the Giants are going to be the biggest fans of this game, the biggest fans of the Philadelphia Eagles. They'll probably all go back to their locker rooms, put on Eagles jerseys. One and a half point favorites for the Washington football team. Basically a pick em game at this point. 43 and a half total. I don't know, man. Are you leaning either way in this game, even if you take away the bias of the Cowboys? Um, yeah, so I don't have any bias this year. I guess know? so. Yeah, fair. Because like, I, I, I just don't want the Cowboys to win, <laughs> to be honest. I, I want that high draft pick. Yeah, fair. I don't, I don't think they can do anything in the playoffs. So, like, like, so I, to me, I don't have a bias. I honestly believe, and I hate this scenario because I, I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> you think the Eagles win this game? I think I would I, from what I, I am so jealous because what I, from what I've seen from Jalen Hurt is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he, listen, Phil Sims went, or Chris Sims went on his podcast and said Carson Wentz is done. You know, he's he's out. Oh yeah. Like, you know, bring in the cavalry. You know, Jalen Hurts is the guy now. So I think that, and the other thing. I don't know if Alex Smith is going to play. Yeah, that's a very scary situation. I believe it's going to be Heineke again. Yeah, it's. It, he, they said he was close to play last week, mm-hmm. but with a leg injury, you just never know. Um, it's it's really, really tough to win with your fourth, fifth string quarterback Yeah. Um, in this league. Uh, so I'll give me the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, give me that money line. Give me that over. Ooh, interesting. Uh, I'm going to stick with my boy Chase. Um, I think he gives them some fits. And you know what? I hope Antonio Gibson plays because if he does, I believe this is going to be – he'll be the game breaker. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the football team on this one, Washington. Uh, I just – maybe it's biased because I really want to see them in the playoffs because I really want to see Chase Young versus Tom Brady. I'm dying to see that matchup, so – uh, I'm taking the Washington football team. I'll take the money line. doesn't really matter as a pick em. And I-, I take the over as well in this one. You know what would be so fun to see? Like a, it would, it, like a Washington football team versus Green Bay Packers in the, in the AFC or the NFC final. Ooh. Because, you know, Alex Smith was – was uh, the first overall pick in the yeah. same draft that Aaron Rodgers was. And yeah. He wasn't too happy. 
The storylines, man. There, you gotta look for the storylines in the playoffs. You gotta playoffs. look for the storylines. Um, yeah, they always but, come. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting week. I'm so excited because you know now we get some. It, it's bittersweet because now we get some playoff football, but it, the season is coming to an end. Yeah, you know it's bittersweet for sure. Uh, it, it doesn't seem real that it's already week 17. Right. It flew by. I mean, mind you, we started this podcast middle way through. Um, but you know what? I just want to thank everybody out there for listening. I want to thank yeah. everybody for tuning in in these last few weeks here and uh, really, you know, really checking us out and really getting to know uh, what we do here on Inside the Booth. Um, yeah, I think that's... We, yeah, I was just going to say, we might be doing some basketball yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, once the season is over and, you mm-hmm. know, trying to fake trial and error how we would do basketball. But in the spirit of things, you know what? Go on Bet365 right now. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there a bet that, that you know, you would, you're kind of looking towards maybe do, making for, a, let's say, a basketball bet or a prop that you, you might like? Um, for me, I, it's, I really, really like... Uh, the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. The New York Knicks at plus nine right now. I think uh, the Toronto Raptors have been holding people close. Over, and I don't. I just don't think they have the same firepower. Yeah. And shoot, the New York Knicks haven't looked that bad. Yeah, like, that that's true. You know they've been playing good, and I don't know what's up with the Raptors lately. You yeah, know, like I mean, like shoot, like you, they've lost a sh- uh, a lot of firepower mm-hmm. um because um i mean like that people don't want to play in toronto it's cold <laughs> <laughs> it's so true man it's so cold up here in canada i just hate it um the one pick i'm looking at because there's no real props out yet because and you know i love the bet builder yeah, on bet 365 <laughs> it's so fun i wish they'd bring that out for the nfl yeah. um anyways I, I love the wizards tomorrow um, I think Russ is going to go absolutely bonkers tomorrow. I've seen a clip of him after their loss last night, and he was sitting by himself. Coach had to come over and talk to him. I think he hits a triple-double tomorrow. I can't wait till they release those props because I'm going to go hammer that triple-double for Russ tomorrow. I-, I think they just absolutely obliterate the Chicago Bulls. You know, the one player I said I wouldn't play on DFS anymore has just been fucking tearing it up this year. Absolutely. Some of those guys, man, they've just been so good. I will say quickly before we go, how is Nikolai Jokic the most (laughs) deadly player in the NBA right now? And that dude doesn't even look like he can run five minutes. You know what I mean? He looks so out of shape. And this guy is unreal. Man, he has the vision of Allen Iverson. Mm -hmm. And, like... Like, dude can – he is the best passer in this league. And LeBron – we have LeBron James. He's NBA. crazy, man. He's getting triple doubles. And the craziest thing is he had a triple double and he had 10 turnovers still. <laughs> man, man, it's – I'm really enjoying the NBA. Me too. Uh, it's, it's, and I'm excited to see what we do with the podcast going forward, especially with the NBA season. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so stick, uh, stick close to us with that one. We'll be bringing you some NBA content for sure. Whether it sticks around or not, we will be bringing you some NBA content. With that being said, this was week 17, Lester. I wish you all the luck in this this weekend. And I do hope that we bring this bank home and we make some killer bank on this one. Because you know what? We got nothing to lose. Like some of these teams, we got nothing to lose. I got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose, my friend. (laughs) Thanks for checking us out this week. 
uh, yeah, like I say, hit us up on social media. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know where your thoughts. Let us know your picks. Um, we'll see you again next week for the playoffs. We wish you all the best. We out.